0: (laughs) What do a couple of Kids do when they find some recording equipment?
1: (laughs) Make a podcast, dude.
0: That's right. Plick Kid Podcast, episode number one.
1: We can't stop with just one. That's right.
0: (laughs) Dude, this is boring. There's no noise.
1: Let's make some noise
0: your mic on check two three four
1: check two three four hey it's working now how's cool. your working mine sounds great oh that sounds way better i think everything's coming through now
0: yeah they always told me i had a voice of an angel really no no angels don't have <laughs> deep
1: voices they all high-pitched over the top do they yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure the microphones can't even catch an angel's voice i'm told
0: <laughs> high-pitched over the top <laughs> Uh, what, what kind of angels are you talking about?
1: I don't know. I mean, I was, I've was i seen pictures of male angels, but for some reason, they all come across as female because they all can sing that super high. P- come on. How many songs have you heard? Give me an angel. What, like, that's the super high pitch. Song. Right yeah. there.
0: You want to your mic up? I think it's quiet. Not
1: hearing you. Really? Hold on a second. Done.
0: There it is. Whoa. You have to put it right to your mouth.
1: Well, and I have an up button, too. <laughs> if I push the up button, things go... Oh. More up. More up.
0: Done. (laughs) Boom. Okay. Okay. So we're brothers from other mothers. Yep.
1: So we have different moms, same dad. We also have a uh, common word that seems to trigger cool things (laughs) in our memories.
0: Yeah. So we're going to get a bit of an overview of what it is because we came up with this whole idea of this Plague Kid podcast about a year, a little over a year ago. Great idea! We're so excited about it. We're going to be super famous. And it's going to be amazing. And oh yeah! Be on like TV shows and all over the place. You know, we just want to do stuff like everybody else. We just want cool stuff.
1: That was back in the day. That was so <laughs> long ago. That was like yeah. three hundred and forty something days yeah, ago. Yeah.
0: So we started doing it, realizing that when we first did our uh, first recording, we're listening to ourselves like, wow. Yeah, we're not showing anybody that.
1: That's not true because when we come back at those, like five years from now, when we're this and back.
0: Yeah, yeah, five years ago, I could we see we have that. some original yeah. kid podcast going yeah. on right now. Oh, yeah, for sure, Check this for out. sure. Yeah, that would be interesting. Then once I got to do that, but it was, it was, an, it was an interesting because I almost we were just talking about this the other day. Like, uh, it seemed like we get together once a week and we just record, do different things, but it turned into being more of like uh, therapy.
1: Damn right, yeah.
0: it was we were coming up like, hey, let's do this idea, let's do this idea, and so we discuss it and go over it. And, you know, we're just showing up like, how was your week? Well, this came up, well, that came up. We have this big whiteboard writing shit down. <laughs> and in our minds, we're it's a totally plea-kid mentality. We weren't helping ourselves. In our minds, it's like, if we can write it down into a podcast and help others, that's what we're, our goal is. But I guess by default, we kind of got our own shit out, didn't we?
1: Damn right we did. So all of you out there, do you feel like you're being helped right here, right <laughs> now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm <helped. What's> <laughs> What
1: triggers in your head when you hear the word polygamy?
0: Polygamy. That was that was an interesting thing we were like, okay so when we hear that word we both have these negative negative voices in our head or just this negative feeling that would hit us being you know, like oh I come from a polygamy family or a polygamous family Kelly wouldn't even say it out loud in a coffee shop
1: definitely dude I was scared of that word I wasn't so scared of my reaction <laughs> I have my own feelings my <laughs> I'm really good at the stuffing those ones down when I hear other people that you know now I have to think what are they gonna think so I'm like Second guessing my own thoughts. It's amazing how your brain will just be
0: like, (laughs) don't say that. so funny. It is. Yeah. What are they thinking of me now? Oh my God. Yeah. Overwhelming thoughts of now you're not even in the moment. You're just wondering what they're thinking when they're probably thinking what you're thinking. Complicated. They probably don't even care. They don't even care. That's interesting. So what we realized with this word in our own minds brought like a negative thing where a belief about ourselves of being poor, being less than, having low self-worth. Low self esteem, poor. I guess I guess no money is poor, right? It's really uh, crazy
1: cool. because as, as creative play kids, because every play kid is creative, mm-hmm. we're the ones that created this whole dynamic around this word like
0: It's true, yeah. Kind play of flick kid plaguing me. Mm-hmm. That would be our own our own belief about it. And I think that comes with like that imposter syndrome of like, there's us and there's them, mm-hmm. and we're never them, so we're us. And so <laughs> looking looking at us, I guess we do look kind of poor and dumb and less than crap <laughs>
1: well who's them i mean there's us i guess that's so we would be the polygamy the polygamy <laughs> family yeah, um, them, them so them would how's be, that go i guess mm-hmm. kind of like where we grew mm-hmm. up them them would the be adam's them. family yeah that's Adam. the two of those are out top of my head
0: <laughs> i guess it would kind of be like that yeah them who would be the uh, the gentiles of the world
1: yeah <laughs> anybody on the outside of this little mental configuration of religion
0: <laughs> the mormon
1: Anyone. <laughs> Anyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, anybody that wasn't in our family. That Anyone that didn't clearly, share a last name. What? Yeah, so true. So well, yeah, we had this fear for that for all them and uh Yes, yeah, I guess and working with that imposter syndrome I really think carried us pretty hardcore with uh, being stuck. I mean, do you ever feel like you were stuck?
1: Mm. Stuck. Definitely as a teenager. As a kid? No way. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, even when we being told like first time Hearing that, wow, oh, we're supposed to keep this a secret. Nobody's supposed to know this stuff. Yeah, okay, we haven't got a secret. It's no big deal. And then that's kind of where that plague mentality of yeah, we're all these good values, but we're also very shy. Well, we're not supposed to tell a big secret it's like ninety percent of our life.
0: Yeah, yeah, keep that. Keep on the download. Don't let anybody know. We're all cousins. Keep it on the download, even though we looked apart. <laughs> we look, we totally looked apart. Totally. What,
1: Get does a, it, what does a poly kid look like growing up? <laughs> Use your imagination.
0: We have a we have this picture of like five of our brothers. It's the most comical picture I think because it's five of them. They're all dressed differently, but it's fun to watch. Like you'll see if you ever saw it, it'd be total Plinkid because there's like hmm. mismatched clothes if they're wearing clothes. Like
1: looking back <laughs> in the '80s, you pull up any picture out of the '80s, that's they've got the craziest hair, the craziest outfits. Mm. That's kind of how Kid is. It's like <laughs> yeah, we have <clears throat> we have our own signature. Clothing <laughs> style, exactly. that's it, that's what it's
0: going to be. Yeah, pull up any picture in the 80s, and the ones that look like they're from the 70s, those are the play kids. <laughs> <laughs> I remember... Yeah, in, we're a few days I, away I, of time because
1: we're having the hand-me-downs, anything. So like
0: if, a, if I remember being in uh, first grade, my mom's putting on some bell-bottoms, my brother's freaking out, going, no, these aren't in style. Goes, yeah, they are, they're in style. No, they're not. 1986. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh,
1: did you get made fun of? <laughs> I didn't wear
0: did no, it. No, that was my off. brother. That was my brother. I was like, I just got to watch the show. Oh, was, my gosh. <clears throat> it was fun. You know, we were, so we were, Over this past year, we kind of started coming up with these uh, different concepts of being a kid, kind of come overcoming a lot of our own, our own bullshit and realize that like, looking back, something we never did for our, for so many years, never really looking into our past. And if we did, it would be kind of this, uh, almost like it's a cloud of dust. Like, oh, we left all that <clears throat> stuff back in the Yeah, past.
1: that's right. I mean, thinking about the Amish, if you were to step out of the Amish, Yeah, that's totally a separate background. Now you have this totally new place that you live. Now you live in society. You're not Amish. You don't dress Amish. You're something else. There's like that separation line. That's kind of the same in the polygamous community, I would say. It's like you're them. You're them being now the polygamy group. Like you fit into this category.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess it would be. But that's in your head too because you still dress the same. It's 100% in your head. Like I'm not part of that shit show, I guess, in my mind. It's just this, I left all that behind. Now I'm just gonna go ahead and, and move forward in life. But then you have like, it almost felt like, probably from like, for me personally, it was probably the age of maybe 12, 13. It was like just running away from it.
1: Very interesting. We're taught really good values. Yeah. We're also taught not to lie. <laughs> but then we're told not to lie.
0: Yeah, a lot of conflicts. There's a lot of conflicts, especially like, so like age 12 or 13, we leave. Okay, we're not part of the polygamy group anymore, but we are. Because I still have brothers and sisters that are part of it. Definitely. But we're we still
1: not. still have all of our family, all of our cousins So we're still like, you have this great big, I mean, you, you have generations of polygamous families. And so your cousins, it's a big, vast group. And if mm-hmm. you're all hanging out together at church, and then suddenly you're not.
0: You're not. Yeah. And it's a, so it's a very conflicting, like I like a person, but we have different beliefs now. So there's a conflict, mm-hmm. but not realizing that later on in life, like, oh, we still share the same values, just different beliefs, but I'll still be friends with them. A lot of this was like in 13, 12, 13, 14, 15. There's a lot of fear, shame, of like that. I think there was a ton of anger, like just going through this, trying to figure all this out. And we weren't, we weren't indoctrinated where we were like, okay, this is our life path. We're going to totally become this. We had some life experiences like we're out. Yeah, we kind of went the other way. (laughs) We're done. But it felt like almost like just cutting it off. Okay, we're done, cut it off, done, moving forward, running away. But yeah, every time you look back at that cloud of dust you left there, it almost felt like, all that was chasing you down the road like a full stampede, just coming after you. He's just like, Man, I can't stop. I got to just keep running. Just keep running. Don't look at it. Don't deal with it. Don't, if anybody asks me <laughs> so any you questions, look about it. You
1: you, you're yeah. running down this dirt road and you've got this whole this past behind you. And there's so much of it going on that a whole cloud of dust has picked up.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and all that, you see is dust. All I see is dust. Jason, be like, Oh my gosh, it's coming after me. And I can't stop because if I stop running away from it all, it's going to catch me. So the fear, the shame, the anger, the hurts, all the bullshit that comes with this. Okay, And and p- p- someone even use the word me around me, you just, you disassociate yourself from it, of like, oh yeah, I come from that, but. Or, oh, I know a bunch of people are like that, but.
1: That and, might be why most p- play kids are pretty fit. Yeah. We like to we're run. Running away?
0: Well, I wasn't the one that was fit, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: funny. So what do you about do that?
1: Yeah, well, sometimes, you know, run is metaphorical, sometimes mm-hmm. we're using <laughs> alcohol. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, alcohol and food is my running away.
1: Uh, yeah, you guys. Yeah. I'm so, going to the bar.
0: Yeah. So getting away from all that. But it's funny because I think in back like running away. I'd kinda of picture myself running towards something, but it was always like an illusion. Like if I if I get to this if I have a nice truck, then i you know, everything will be okay. What if I get oh okay, the truck didn't hit it. Well if I get big nice tires for this truck, then you know, I'll feel better and everything will be okay. If I get this hot girlfriend, you know, then everything will be okay. It's like this illusion of running towards something, like if I can get to this point Everything will just magically work itself out, and it'll all be okay.
1: If I get enough <laughs> stuff, if I have enough stuff, I have the right stuff. I'm gonna What's get a, not only gonna be <laughs> accepted by everyone that I hope will accept me. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have this pompous, egotistical. It's so like, true. Great, i finally got <laughs> to accept myself. I got it. And that. then you lose the tires. <laughs> oh, I hate myself. It's so is. It's like a, your value is stuck in that thing.
0: It's like a yeah, this value stuck in stuff cool I got all this neat I built this whole thing up this empire of stuff up and now I'm like now I'm worth something now I have some value in life which is
1: crazy because you're just like you're working towards your actual value which is you know family and connection
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I'm missing a value in here right?
1: <laughs> I cut everybody off
0: oh you know, think of the uh, the stuff I put through my put my family through as I'm trying to get more stuff <laughs> but it, but it is it's like this illusion running toward this illusion of like when I get when I get this stuff no one will reject me because I'll have all these cool things I'll overcome all these little traumas and bullshit in my life. And it'll just all magically just work itself out. I just have to get to this point in my life. And I've heard a lot of people use that language around me. It's like, I just need to get through this and it'll all be okay. Or if I just get this, I'll all be okay. But it's always the continuation of like, Stampede's chasing you still. Oh, got to keep moving, got to keep running, got to keep running. And I'm thinking back in my life, dude, when I've had some pretty cool stuff and I ran. Which way did you run? back to a different illusion man. because it was like it is it's like all the stuff comes and if it doesn't magically work itself out or something happens or even if that stampede starts to get close we run away from the stuff
1: and this is all work this works teenage years 20s <laughs> and then 30s something happens because you know you can run and you can run well and all of a sudden you know in your various ways of running all of a sudden something happens where you're running and yet you're kind of standing in place and it all comes <laughs> up what's good what's going on here
0: yeah I think, and I think you, I think everybody's different on their time when they hit it, but like, uh, you're just, it's it's empty. That, I think that's for me, the word would be just it's empty. It's like I've worked so many years. You know, let's play. Kids start working when we're young. <laughs> By the yes, time it's do. thirty, like I've worked for fifteen years of my life. Worked
1: hard to avoid avoid all the child labor costs. <laughs> Yeah. <I> worked, so
0: <laughs> it gets it, it gets, and I I can remember the moment too. I remember the moment. It was like a, it was December thirteenth. Don't know exactly the year, but I remember it was December 13th. And it just hit this, this wall of like, holy cow. Like, It just keeps, every time I, I, I go after this illusion, I at, I get it and I think everything's going to be okay. I'm left with this really deep, empty feeling. When you get it. When I get it. Just empty. Ah, it's just, just wasn't feeling em- enough. It's just empty. You knows.
1: achieve it. You've got it. You're standing in it. You're standing with it, holding it in your hands. And now it's not there. Like the, what you were looking for, what you strove to achieve, you don't have that feeling of peace.
0: Yeah, never. And I, of course, bear in mind this was like when I s- stopped drinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe I was a little more aware this time. But yeah, it's just, it just this deep. Like pan is still empty. Like I thought for sure when I got this, like that would just be like nitrous shot. Like oh, there it is, man. This is beautiful. I'm mean, just gonna keep moving forward. But it's just like this empty feeling. Like what? What's going on here? I can't. And I just started seeing that pattern like, oh, if it doesn't work out, then I do the same thing as I like abandon ship, go back, start running away from everything again, cut everybody off, start this illusion of what I'm going to find. Okay, I'm going to go this different direction. And when I find it, it'll work itself out. I just keep creating this exact same cycle over and over and over and over. Once I had that empty feeling, I'm like, something's got to change. Something's definitely got to change.
1: So you hit like 13, 14 years old and you hit this stop point. And now you're on a constant loop. You don't age. You don't <laughs> age. I guess, I guess. Your body's yeah, aging; it's yeah, yeah, growing. Yeah, so I'm like thirty. There's this is one section of you that's it's 14 years old, and you told it, told it to shut up. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just sitting in the corner, waiting for the day. So to, list, to unleash its rage or whatever it's got going on, whatever the issue is. Hey, you didn't face this back then.
0: <laughs> what are you gonna, oh, yeah. you so you Yeah. So I'm 34 years old. 34 years old, and yeah, the 13 year old's like, I'm still empty, man. Like, oh crap.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Go back in time. Yeah, but, but he didn't to sp- turn
1: around and say to it why why are you not full? Oh, what's up <laughs> what do you need oh hey you're listening
0: yeah stop that's what it would be Just stop stop this bullshit man just stop so I think I think I was about yeah about 34 I stopped <laughs> <laughs> Look back, like what the hell am I doing? Yeah, mine took what a little, little longer hell? than
1: that. <laughs> I was still working through some of oh, my experiences. Is, well, I well, oh,
0: maybe man. I'd say I'd slow down. I think when I was closer to like 38 is when I actually stopped. It's amazing because I stopped and I started looking back, like, oh my god, I keep chasing this damn illusion. I keep trying to find stuff. Like if I can just get all this neat things, I can circle back around to my family members. And go, Look at me now. I have all this stuff now. You can love me and be, I can be accepted and no one will reject me and all this everything will just be okay once I stop it. And just let that uh, that dust cloud kind of overcome me, I guess. And the stampede hit me. I realized it was, it was all kind of an illusion backwards looking back, too. Looking forward, an illusion. Looking back, I guess it was also an illusion.
1: But so interesting <laughs> how that works. Oh, got I, forward movement, backward movement. You <laughs> made them both of them.
0: They were all in my head. Like, oh, guys, all this, all this, this emotion this stuff is going to catch me and just take me down. But it was interesting. But fortunately for me, though, I, I think for yourself, too, so I did have some... Th- some people in my life that really helped me work through a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Not this stuff. <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> the Stampede stuff. So just like rising above the dust cloud, looking down on it, and really kind of acknowledging what it is and just working through all of it, noticing like, oh my gosh, Like growing up as a Plig kid, that's the difference. Growing up as a Plig kid, I have developed some fantastic values that have taken me a long way in life, like helping other people, resolve, hardworking, always going the extra mile, being loyal, I think, uh, I think we can both contest like we're all pretty protective of each other. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Our family's important. And I think also like always wanting to grow and learn new things.
1: Definitely, man. We have some really solid values. And we and we definitely like that's it. We're solid. We are generally speaking, I think play kids are loving people. Like play <laughs> kids, we're not where We care about people. We go out of our way to make sure the people around us are okay.
0: Absolutely. Looking out for people. And even if they're strangers, like we all have that. Looking out, looking out for everybody, mm-hmm. and so these we realize like we really do have these really deep instilled, great values that we've had from growing up the way we grew up as plague kids. Absolutely, and and learning that we may not have the same beliefs as other people, but we do still have the same values. Whether people are inside it, you know, they have more than one wife. We obviously do not, but we still have the same values.
1: It's a it's a good broad value too. I mean, all the value systems that came out of this. I think it's like um, something you'd expect as an American. I think. Hmm. They're all good American values.
0: I think they're just good human values. They're man. good human
1: values. That's right.
0: Good human value. I mean, helping people and being caring. It's a good human value. So we start. So we started looking more into like the strengths of like being a applicant. And you know, I was like, you know, one thing that, that also which which has helped us is. Growing up as a placid, you have this locus of authority, which is not yourself. It is the church, or your parents, or your mm-hmm. brothers. There's always someone, the higher priesthood, whoever was the higher. You know, they're the ones that gave you the the authority of what you can and can't do in life, or the direction that you're supposed to go in life, and how you're even how you're supposed to feel or think about things. Would still go through this authority that was not ourselves.
1: Yeah, some secondary filter.
0: Mm-hmm. So it always have to go through that. And even though we escape it, I guess we didn't really escape it. You leave it. Still, your thoughts still go through that same filter, whether the person's there or not. You're still going through, well, what would they, th- they think, or what would they say, or what would this be? Because that's what
1: we do. <laughs> like, you got someone else's voice floating <laughs> around in your head, and you're arguing with it?
0: Still hitting it, yeah. Did you get out of it? Yeah, we got out of it. But we didn't get out of it. But learning how to get that stuff out of our head and being more of a positive voice in our head and getting around people who give positive voice to our head and being able to overcome like, okay, the authority is with me. It's within me. Like I come up with my own thoughts. I come up with my own choices. I come up with my own actions. I come up with my own behavior beliefs. It's all with inside myself. I don't need to go out to this outside source and try to get their approval. It's all with inside myself. So I think the difference between a polygamist and a plig kid are those two things. Recognizing the good values that they have and recognizing that they are the authority of themselves and own their own choices, their own thoughts, their own their own heart, their own life. There
1: you go. Mm-hmm. So even though you guys are polygamist, man, and you're following a leader, and if you're, if you're working, if you need something, if you have a need, but you got to basically ask permission have to go through them, and you're thinking, how are they going to think about this? So you have this secondary thing that circles back, if you will, of how you're going to actually feel. You still check in with yourself, ultimately. It still works, but it has a weird loop don't give yourself yeah. full permission it still starts to be honest end. with yourself. And I think that's so important because being your true self and having that space for honesty.
0: Exactly. It still starts and stops with you. Mm-hmm. So that's where we want to differentiate. Like, put kids are really, they're, they're strong, resilient, caring. I mean, very, uh, gosh, I mean, they're us, man. Right? <laughs> badass, you know? Oh yeah. But, Did we mention badass? Yeah. Well, that's where we want it, is for us to be ourselves and be 100% fully integrated like having that self recognition knowing the true self is that we have to recognize all this other stuff too yeah we ran away from all these stuff we come from a polygamous family yeah there's some hurts some rejections some traumas some bullshit that's happened but if we can own all that stuff and really still you know resolve it and keep moving forward in this this light I think we can have a great a great life moving forward
1: it's definitely it's important to be able to look back on your whole life whatever, whatever circumstances are no matter where you came from where your roots are it's your life. That was you, mm-hmm. and you're valuable. So looking back to that, all of same, you know, you can you can cut it off and you can hate it and curse it, but until you finally accept that you were there, present at the moment, and that in itself is value, beginning to take the value from all of these moments because it's all
0: there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have that it's yeah. A way of, a way of
1: finding, <laughs> finding, finding peace with your past.
0: And I think that's the big thing is like finding that peace, that freedom, and not have to wake up and just be happy and not think oh shit i'm happy what's going to happen today <laughs> you know <laughs> but fully just being and being pre- i think dude, the biggest thing for me is like with my family my, my daughter, and everything is just being present because i'm not running i'm just present i'm here and and things still happen you know bad times still happen but it's like okay i got to work through these because i'm present and i can work through those i can look, i can recognize them and kind of go through them talk to people i need to talk to to get through it so i just like definitely want to give a differentiating from plugging me to plug kids we want to build some confidence and some strength and some good points with the play kids because we know they're, they're out there and but we stay quiet because we're supposed to not you know don't talk to anybody <laughs> but hey awesome. these brothers from other mothers we're coming out we're coming to get you and we want to we want to definitely share like a lot of insights we've had share some stories of other people that have gone through this you know like really just go wherever we want to go with this but also how to overcome like rejections traumas you know, yeah, there's to, ways to resolve to all
1: this stuff, that, and just the way that because they are stories, we're able to tell them in, in better ways that are very uplifting and yeah. strengthening. So, there's ways to resolve these things now. Yeah,
0: and even if just be able to sit here and just chat about it, like, yeah, we're play kids and not have any emotions, like, ah, dude, we rock. <laughs> <laughs> dude,
1: yeah. We're play kids, and we come from a place that's, I mean, we had some badass times growing up. Yeah. I mean, the funnest
0: of times. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely have to share a lot of those because it, it is a unique way of growing up and it's a unique way of having relationships when you have brothers from other mothers and cousins that are your brothers and uncles that are your cousins. and That's right. You know, Multiple Nephews and, that are going to, yeah. So it's a very unique way. We want to finally, you know, get a lot of people to share their stories too. We got our, and
1: that's a uh, polygamous value number one. Sharing is caring. So <laughs> share your stories.
0: It's so true. So, so it's taken us a year to get this point we're going to go ahead and just start moving forward since I guess that's what we're going to do.
1: Nice work. Very nice.
0: Kelly, this therapy session is over. Hey, leave us some feedback. Tell us what you think. If there's anything you want us to cover or anything to go over, or if you think this is just a bad idea, let us know. Super cool. <laughs> Love you all. Take care. These brothers from other mothers are over and out. Try safe. Closing prayer starts now. <laughs>